0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is the Kingfish and Friends podcast live at Shaw Ranch Studios. I'm Zach King. We're here with Steve Shaw. Hello. The legendary Chubbadiah. Mm hmm. Laid back one foot style. And we got our guest, Bobby Battaglia. Hey.
1: In the good? house
0: from the Jacks. How are you doing, sir? Good, good. How about you? We're doing great. Thank you for being here on this Sunday. Welcome. Yeah, thank man. you.
1: Thanks for having us. We're like uh, me, I guess. less hungover
0: than we typically are, so. Dan Broad is not with us this evening. He is hungover the most. Thank heavens, and uh, he didn't make it this evening. So it's a
2: good thing because there's really nothing to eat either. Uh, yeah, he snack would be on
0: or anything. Starved out, mm-hmm. old Dan. Sorry, that was it's a his jab. 40th birthday, so we'll give him we'll give him some leeway. I Sorry, maybe it you will. It was his 40th birthday last night. That's why he's not here. He partied till okay. the sun came up. And uh, he's just getting too old to do that.
2: <laughs> well, I I can vouch for that. I'm that's, over forty. I know cookie the is like seventy-five or something. How old 79. Are you 72? 79.
0: Seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. Yeah,
3: I thought so. Yeah. Well, on a good day.
0: All right, Bob, you don't need to be shy over there. Now. You can <laughs> so Bob, you just can chime it, in and make fun I'm of Chubb as well. Just taking it all in. Yeah, Chubb, go ahead and tell the folks what you're wearing this evening. We got to talk about your <laughs>
3: pants. <laughs> just that's typical. Huh?
0: These are candy Jammies. canes. Jammies, so you are man. staying with the holiday thief, actually. Yeah, I got I got the candy canes on, man. There you go. There Hell you go. Yeah. Looking good. Looking good. So Bob, what what have you been up to? You've been putting out albums, writing songs?
4: Yeah, uh we
1: doing just all kinds uh, of stuff. Yeah. Uh we just released our album, our first album actually, Virginia Sky, back in October. Uh that that was a success and, and uh really excited to get that out, be able to share with the people, you know, what we do and kind of have something, uh, something to the name. Um, but yeah, I've been writing, been writing some
3: stuff since and just been, do you do all the writing or do you guys share writing? Uh, I do.
1: Yeah, I'd say I do probably all the writing. Uh, my buddy, Ryan Haynes, the guy that kind of started this whole thing with, he, uh, he did write one song that made the album. Um but yeah, I do a lot of the writing just kind of make it up by myself and and with an acoustic guitar and then take it to those guys and you know, and you let
2: them roll with it then, let you, them come up with their own stuff. You don't have that all written out.
1: Yeah, and no, not really. I mean, I I might have some ideas every once in a while. Like try this or you know, mm-hmm. trial and error stuff, but uh yeah, I just I like to see what they
0: do with it. Nice. And you guys all kind of formed uh, in a unique way, like the, the guys in the band and the one. I don't want to say all, because we got Nojuana in there. Um, mm-hmm. But you guys, uh, not all of you, played instruments or were musical before the band started.
1: <clears throat> no, I was. Uh, I knew how to play a couple chords on the guitar when we got started. Um, and my and Ryan Ryan Haynes, he plays keys now. He had a mandolin at the time, and uh, we we knew all the chords all the major and minor chords and uh just kind of got together started jamming music and uh hanging out and then his friend i i knew him too we worked together but uh his friend tim brown he plays bass for us um he showed up and started playing bass and, and he uh, never played bass before no he never he never even really cared for music before he just kind of did it to hang out with us and uh but yeah, he's so he's only been playing for as long as the Jacks have been around, and and uh, the Ryan ended up switching the keys, which is the same thing. Like he'd never played keys before. He's yeah. just kind of, kind of going, and uh, you know, a lot of time
3: out of necessity, essentially. Yeah. yeah, it's great to see stuff fall together like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it just kind of happened, and uh, John Rossi, who does the lead guitar on the album, he started coming around hanging out with us then, and before we knew, it, like man, we might as well find a drummer at this point. Everybody else has kind of fell into place, and uh, we got a drummer. Actually, funny story, found her on Craigslist. <laughs>
3: oh, man. Yeah, re-
1: re- responded to an ad on Craigslist. And, uh, what kind of ad was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just... I resp- it was the first one I called and ended up talking to her, and, uh, you know, we played... Uh, you didn't
0: try to recruit anyone else from your job? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I
1: mean... <laughs> Yeah, we actually did. We had some people coming over and, uh, you know, trying to drum. But
0: yeah, you know. And you trying. guys all work as correctional officers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: well, I guess we could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather not. You're not like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's your day job. But it's you. It's funny to think like. You know what I mean? Like when you're at work, you know, a lot of times your people that you work with are are coworkers. You know, you don't hang out with them outside of work or anything like that. Yeah. So to, to work with people and have a relationship with enough that you not only hang out with them outside of work, but convince them to pick up an instrument <laughs> yeah. and learn play it. Yeah, right. Learn it, start a band, play gigs, record an album, write songs. Yeah, like Yeah. That's a hell of a lot to do with just a coworker, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, I will give Ryan credit. Ryan, uh Ryan has an extensive knowledge of music and, and bands and stuff and he uh actually kinda opened my mind in ways in uh, different kinds of music and like more country sounding music. I grew up listening like rock and roll and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like seventies, eighties stuff and uh and he kind of showed me the country, like the old sad song, the outlaw country, if you will. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, so I learned a lot from him, and just kind <clears> of, <throat> and like I said, he was really good friends with Tim Brown, which is our bassist now. And he just, he just wanted to come hang out. So, uh, so they it didn't take much. I didn't have to twist their arms much to, to yeah. That. To get this wow. thing on, but uh, and you yeah, guys were just enjoying
0: all. the same music. You all were playing covers and things like that that you liked and songs you liked.
1: Yeah, we didn't <clears throat> we didn't start writing for a while. Actually, the idea of a band never really crossed our mind. Like we didn't, never really set out to do so. I didn't. I didn't think that it would ever amount to anything. But you know, I just figured if we we're gonna play other people's songs, like why not try to why not try to do it ourselves and yeah, about stuff that we're That's going where it all through.
2: begins, and, man. Where'd you guys record your album? At?
1: Um <clears throat> our buddy Jay uh Jay Nob he's over in Middletown he's just got he's got a little studio in in his house and uh you know we met him in an open mic and we worked some stuff out and we, he helped us out with a demo hooked us up mm-hmm. and uh I was just impressed with the I was impressed with the quality and yeah you know, worked really well together so I went back and and wanted to do it the right way and we actually Recorded an album, track by track, and uh, nice. touched up some of the old stuff. We salvaged as much as we could from the old stuff, but like really touched that stuff up. Recorded some new, new tracks, different different instruments, and uh, yeah. But uh, he doesn't really have a name or anything. I, I asked him what his name <coughs> was so I can like give him a shout out every once in a while he's right. like oh, I don't really have a name he's like call call it whatever you want <laughs> I was like well how's Audio Jack Productions sound yeah, he's like yeah. pretty cool I figured it would go kind with the Jacks with it. but uh, yeah so yeah
3: but uh. well I've listened to the CD and I think it sounds awesome dude I think you oh, you guys did a great job on it yeah yeah it yeah. is
0: it's great I mean because I've I bet you guys what probably two it's probably been three years now
1: yeah, yeah, since, since well, I first met you? Before we were the Jackson. Yeah, it would have been like 2016, yeah. 2000, like early 2017. Because you opened, that's a gig I forgot about. that Chubb was there. The last time I met Chubb, I totally forgot about that gig at, at uh, the Holly Inn in Mount right, Holly Springs. Yeah. That, was, that was March of 2017.
0: So it had to yeah. be before that. I remember meeting, I think I met John Rossi for the first time at a I think Conrad Fisher was opening for somebody. I have no idea. Yeah. But anyway, I saw Conrad Fisher open for somebody at the Abbey Bar. Met John through a mutual friend in the crowd. Then I found out about the Jax through meeting John. I saw what he was doing online, hmm. posting it online or whatever.
3: Hmm. Then I
0: came to see you guys play. And then I saw you at Blarney's, I think for the very first time as a band. How long ago was this? This was like three, four years ago. Yeah, that 16, was... 2016. <clears> yeah. <throat> yeah, yeah, it had to have been like late 2016.
1: Okay, yeah, it was in the winter because I remember. Yeah, because we, we it was a open mic at Blarney's, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was something. I think it was. I think it was a open mic uh, with Colt Wilbur. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I remember walking in,
1: play. and I remember walking in and hearing a, a Devil Makes Three song, and I'm like, "Yo, what? Like, who's playing Devil Makes Three? <laughs> You know, you don't hear that very often. At oh, yeah. open mic nights, you hear a lot of the same stuff, right. which is fun. Um, but, like, I heard Devil Makes Three, and I'm like, oh, somebody. And I walked yeah. in, and uh, John was there, and he's like, yo, that's Zach King. I said, dude, I was telling you about it. I was like, well, I like him already.
0: Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. You know? <laughs> so that's where that's when you came in, because that, from that night meeting... Uh, Meeting the Jacks at Blarney's that night, we had them open for our former band, Redneck Ruckus, at, Gene Isley creation. At
2: pandemonium. At pandemonium, <laughs> right. which
0: yeah, so Bobby and the gang came then that yeah. night. Yeah. It's all full circle, man. It's yeah, cool. Man. That, yeah. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's that's what the whole thing's about, you know. But small well, you know, music I met, world,
2: man. I actually met. Well, I didn't meet her, but uh, I talked to her online. John Rousey's wife. Now are they married?
0: Uh, I'm not sure.
2: Fiance. Her fiance. Um, yeah. Chrissy. Uh, yes, Chrissy. Uh, I talked to her online through my, uh mutual friend, Sean Nelson, who is in Bear Creek Junction.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Um, Sean, yeah. Cause, uh Sean.
2: Because I guess he was talking to her at an open mic or something, suggested me to record her because she plays guitar and, and sings as well. And that was before she was with John. So that was like, I want to say that was the year prior wow. to them being together. So it's... And then <laughs> yeah. I... And then I see her, uh, this stuff about John and then like her it was weird, like my worlds kinda collide. It so happens to me once in a while. Together, like, yeah. It really does. Like <laughs> I,
3: I know a lot of people and uh, yeah, that's you know, I'm sure that happens. Well, I think to I've a lot seen John <laughs> play the first time. That was probably at the Holly Inn at an open mic. And that's been years few quite a few years back. Yeah. Well, I didn't meet John until he played
2: with Cody at the University Grill uh last year. Um or was that earlier this year? This is still in 2019. So yeah, it would have yeah. been earlier this year. Yeah, until I met actually met John.
0: That's what it's all about—the connection. That's yeah. why we're doing yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bringing all the people together. But yeah, we've been listening to the album, man. I've heard those songs for, from that very day. It's like some of, yeah. some of them anyway, not all of them. But uh, some of those songs from that very day, like meeting you guys, and to hear them on the album, done up. I mean, they they've.
3: I think, guys, my, one of, I think my favorite one on there is that they're uh, uh, tell mama not to cry.
1: Oh yeah, make you proud. Yeah, that's a fan yeah. favorite for sure. Uh, yeah, I actually wrote that. I, got, I had to change the way, I had to change the way I announced the song. I always try to give like a little backstory, and I, and I used to say, yeah. "I'd like to dedicate to this this song to my friend," um, but now I have to say he. Inspired the song, and I'll finish that. I'll finish the reason why after the story. We, yeah. uh, it was it was a song about a buddy of mine I grew up with, and uh, I remember he didn't know what to do after he turned eighteen, and he just enlisted in the army, and uh, he he left that morning. He left. I just I knew he wasn't coming back the same, regardless, and uh, right. you know whether physically or or mentally. mentally anyways, yeah. you know, <laughs> I just knew that it was a it was a big. It was a changing point, and uh, and he did everything is true up to the point where he did. They did. They did hit a roadside bomb, and uh, he got a. He got a. You know, I guess. He told yeah. me he got a, a what is it? A purple heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got a purple heart and everything for it, and uh, I just remember talking to him a couple times, and he hated it. Like he was just like, wow. <laughs> he just wanted to come home and everything, and but it, he he actually did hit a. Roadside wrote Bomb, but he survived. But I did, you know, which God, thank God, you know. But uh, I wrote that song, you know, it's kind of metaphorically like he never came back the same, in my opinion. Like it definitely, you know, had a huge impact on his life. And uh, but so so that that part is is fictional. And uh, but I, I used to say this song is dedicated to my friend until. A lady come up crying the one day, and she's like, "I'm so sorry about your friend," and I'm like, oh. "And I felt terrible." I'm like, "Oh man, like that, you know." It's so now I say it was inspired. Yeah. <laughs> it was inspired yeah. by a friend. Right.
3: You know like, how oh. many Based people like lost story. people just like that. Every <laughs> yeah, day that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that can relate to that. That's what makes a good song when you get yeah. can relate to it. That's man. it takes it over the top. Yeah, it's uh,
0: absolutely.
3: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's.
0: There's some heavy hitters on the album, man. The song the topics are so pretty.
1: She tough. won't
3: be coming home tonight. You know?
0: Like <laughs> yeah, yeah a
3: lot of, there's a lot uh,
1: of heartbreak. Somebody told me that one time. They said there's a yeah. lot of heartbreak on oh, luxury, songs, you, dude. man. That's, that's what I live for. <laughs> but uh, you know, I was uh th- I wrote I wrote a lot of those songs like when we first started writing songs and that's what I was going through at the time. And right. uh, you know, it's cool to look back and like replay those songs now as a different person, as a more mature person yeah and uh think of where I was and that you know it kind of gives me hope for how far I've come from those points in my life and uh you know I hated him when I wrote him I was like man because I was going through it and I was just like I don't want to hear this like I'm already but like looking back uh but yeah it's a lot of heartbreak on there but I mean that's you know, like you said, that's life, man. That's where yeah, that. good, it is. Good material comes
3: from us. Yeah, so so let's play. It. Hearing, yeah. hearing you say that gives me something to look forward to when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's play it. Let's play uh, "Make You Proud" off of the album. Here we go. All right.
4: Just seven weeks later, they promised to make him a man, turn him into a soldier. Father tried to warn him more to it, what they told you. And he said goodbye to his family right before his plane touched down. He said, Mama. To you cry for me, Daddy? I'm gonna make you proud. And it didn't take very long before he wondered if maybe he had made a mistake. But the choice was his. And this is one chance that he had to take And so he ran every day He spent shined his boots Hell, he gave all to the
0: red, white, and blue all That was great. Yeah,
1: I love
3: that Sounds That movie. was awesome, yeah. man. Yeah.
0: yeah, thanks a lot. Great job. It's heartfelt, man. It's yeah, deep.
3: sounds good, too. Good. Like Thank I said, you. I know a kid that lost his life over there, and it's like I thought about that when I first heard it. Yeah. Ain't too often I listen to a song a couple times through back-to-back, back, but I did that one.
1: Well, I appreciate it, man. It means a lot.
0: Chubb, that was such a nice thing to say. Chubb's always so horrible. I don't listen always, to, so I don't always listen to songs on repeat, but I listen to yours. Yeah, <laughs> dude,
3: I don't. I, that's one thing that irritates me is listening to the song over and over and over. Yeah. But his that song there, yeah, man, it just it hit me. It's a great song.
0: The whole album, like... Um, I know I texted you one day in the car because I was just like, yeah. I, li- I, I, you know, I had listened to it once before, you know, but, you know, not that I didn't give it the time of day, but I had just listened to it and I was like, you know, this is awesome and I'm really enjoying it. But then like the following day or the following, you know, a couple of days later, I like really was like paying attention and like diving absorbing into absorbing it. it. And, I, yeah, I was like, in my, I'm like driving my car, and I was like crying. <laughs> I'm
4: like, yeah. damn, I'm like, this shit is good. Yeah, you have me rolling uh, when you called.
0: I called Bobby right on the, <laughs> on the phone right away. I'm like, dude, we got to start sending this CD to some people, man. I'm like, wow. this is a mm-hmm. real deal, man. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, like. Well,
2: I, don't, I don't have a copy of it, so I don't have to. Yeah, we'll I, have, I have I to I got a couple in up. the car. Yeah. yeah, I brought some. Right
0: yeah, I mean, I don't like to compare uh, people to other people, but it, if I had to compare you guys um to like a, a a modern sound that people can relate I'd say it's more in that Americana kind of Jason Isbell style of yeah um, writing you know because so, Jason Jason Isbell you know a lot of the songs he writes are about pretty off topic but dark topics yeah, you know what I mean the
1: things that you pretend don't exist
0: Exactly and and uh like it's it's great to see um it's great to see another band doing that because there's not a lot of, I mean, the original music is is abundant around here, but to to do it with such honesty is definitely really cool to see someone doing. Yeah, I mean, man. For yeah. sure.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, w- I couldn't agree with you more about the, you said about Isabel. Um, it's funny. I used to listen to, I started listening to the Drive-By Truckers, and I found this band called the Drive-By Truckers, and uh, I fell in love with them, and... uh my buddy Ryan kept telling me about this Jason Isbell guy, and I'm like, all right, dude, I got to check him out, you know, whatever. Here I'd been listening to him the whole time with the Truckers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I did, uh, you know, that was a very influential band of, uh, of ours and uh, our sound. We actually we actually covered a bunch of Truckers songs. Yeah. Like Where the Devil Don't Stay, that's a Cooley song, but, uh, and, uh, you know, Decoration Day. uh mm that's an Isbell song, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, pretty accurate, I would say, yeah, and yeah. a, a compliment, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> just what I, be compared to, that's just, that, that's
0: the vibe that I, that I get when I listen to the music, just because, uh, yeah, again, it's just, lot, it's, it comes down to honesty, really, at the end of the yeah, day. It's, yeah,
1: yeah, I just love the, the brutal honesty of it all, and, and the fact that, you know, I think somebody said about them singing songs that, kind of ne- about topics you never heard of before. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I think I'd rather talk about those things because we all been through certain things before that nobody wants to talk about, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I hide it sometimes. And, uh, you know, a lot of those vulnerable songs, like, you know, Lonely Love and, uh, you yeah, know, it's in his uh, trucker song. Like and, I said, uh,
3: it's not that uh, people, you know, don't, like you said, they don't, act like they get into that kind of stuff, but everybody's got that history and yeah. they relate to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's you a know. common denominator thing. Yes, you know? We all yes.
0: like you said, you don't talk about it, but we all share yeah. that experience. Right. We all know what that feeling is.
1: We and all to, correlate it to yeah. something in our own lives. Right. Whatever that song may be. Yep. yep. And like, to
0: have it in a song, you know, for people to listen yeah. to is is
2: is I think it really depends on the, the mood too because uh, oh, yeah. a song can mean so many different things to so many different people, but it can also mean yeah. so many different things to one person uh-huh. depending on yeah. how you feel. Yeah, when you, you listen, listen to, to
3: it them. on a Monday morning and then listen to it on a Saturday night, it can mean two different, two different things, different, man. Yeah. exactly. Two different you know, animals.
2: Uh, I had a lot of songs that used to depress the shit out of me, yeah. and you know, and then you know, hear yeah. them later on and be like, oh, that's
1: a great song, yeah, and just not even think about it. Yeah. I think uh Dave Girl, I think it said something along the lines of uh the beautiful thing the most beautiful thing about music is you could sing a song to eight hundred thousand people and eight hundred thousand people will sing it back to you for eight hundred thousand different reasons. Different reasons exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, and cool. I was like, Man, that's pretty much that sums it up. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I still remember the first time we were playing a show and I realized that a line that I wrote struck a chord with somebody in the audience. Like I seen that like I seen him like turn his head, and, and he was like, you know, he he heard what you said. Like, he he started, li- yeah, he listened, and, I, and man, I'll never forget that moment. And, and I think that connection is what all us musicians are
0: after.
3: Yeah, for um, sure.
0: So, yeah. yeah, for someone to acknowledge, yeah, your song or your writing or your feeling, for sure, is definitely <laughs> a serious thing. For sure. Yeah. Or any
2: feeling you have on stage. Yeah, uh, the yeah. connection is important. We, we had a connection with Susie Brown uh, Friday night when she broke a string.
0: <laughs> I saw the, <laughs> her post actually. Yeah, because
2: <clears throat> there were a handful, and I did, and there was a handful of just went oh 'cause because
0: <laughs> everyone was paying attention. <laughs> right. You know, they were on the same right. track. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's unfortunate, man. When you break a string, yeah,
2: because I know that was the feeling she had yeah. too. Like ah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Especially for what she does. She does such an intricate picking and playing style. She
2: does. She was really
0: good. Definitely probably throws you off track for sure. Mm. Well, what do you guys, so for 2020, uh, the album's out now. You're uh, pursuing some gigs. Yeah. Um, at different festivals and things like that. Do you have anything on the books, in the works? or?
1: Uh, yeah, lots in the works right now. A lot of people are, uh, you yeah, know, just trying to, I like to book all at one time in advance and try to, try to space them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um waiting to hear back from a bunch of people. I think we're playing we're playing a little Run on the eighteenth. Yep. April eighteenth. Uh yeah April. Just, yeah, yeah. So uh got some stuff coming up at the metropolis which is where we had the album release party. Just trying to get a date together with the the other guys and, and them that works for everybody and uh yeah we're gonna I'd like to keep about one one show a month for twenty twenty. So, I mean, it will be plenty of time to, to get out, check us out. And, uh, you yeah, know, I just really want to take some time, promote the album. And uh, I, I want to get back into writing again. Uh, we kind of, when we started playing live shows and realized that we weren't up to par with the, the standards, we really focused on our stage yeah, and uh, equipment and lights and banners mm-hmm. and, and the whole production of it all, like... Uh, t-shirts and merchandise and and, uh, whatever you could do to connect with the fans yeah yeah Uh, because we because we had nothing we 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 kind of we fell ass backwards into this little uh this this situation and we were like all right people wanted to start Mm -hmm. paying us to play i was like for real you know that's what we went to that open mic at the holly that's how we got that gig and and actually at the metropolis we went to the same day We, we had an open mic day And both those places booked us, and I was like, "Yo, Mm.
4: (laughs) we're on something here." here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, and it's just, and and I know it sounds it sounds small, but like the fact that we weren't like nobody really had that in mind. So, anyways, I said all that to, you know, we we were we we started prematurely, so we've been focusing so much on our on our stage presence, and and uh, you know, we got our own soundboard stuff, speakers, we got the whole PA, and, and. the whole the whole shebang for a nice stage show and and with all that you know music writing and creating has kind of went by the wayside but that's mm-hmm. what we've been getting back towards and that, that's really what I like it'll uh, shine
3: when it shines yeah that that way
1: now when we go back we'll, we'll have some better you know a lot better material mm-hmm. um and and we're up to par on on the whole production side of things too like the jacks as a uh a business, I guess you could call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You Which have to take good. it as a business when you're yeah, when you're being
2: yeah. serious about what you're doing. Yeah, you know that's yeah, the best yeah. approach.
1: And uh, yeah, I didn't want people to. I mean, we were talking about this earlier, you and I, but I I didn't want to I didn't want to burn any bridges by coming off as unprofessional or, you know. So I was like, man, we got to get our we got to get our lives together here before we start pushing for some of these bigger venues and. uh right. You know, it's always great when we go to a place that that offers sound, but a lot of the places we go to don't, and we're just kind of. But now we got it. Like I said, we yeah. got it all solidified now, and and uh, kind of want to have a have a moderate year, but uh, a, a year to really write, start writing songs about the next chapter.
2: Well, if you're looking in the April, life. April
1: and May, I have some dates available in those two months. So I'm definitely gonna get
0: with you before, yeah. before I leave here. 2020, right, yeah. yeah. The Kingfish and Friends, Shaw Shaw <coughs> Ranch Charles Studios, Molly Pitcher Brewing. Yep, and, 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 and uh, uh, the all the things that we're doing. It's yeah, coming we can together. Get that.
2: You know, I need to write down all the stuff that we're doing because, you know, I know it's with, hard to keep track of. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Dealing with uh, Dickinson College. You radio. should see our, um, our Google calendar that we oh. have is so color coded and like nicely, <laughs> precisely written and everyone's invited oh, yeah. and in a loop. And so it's crazy. Yeah. And the poster looks fucking badass. Yeah. We made a Dude, new poster wrong, for 2020, man. which by the time this comes out, uh, you folks will have, You'll have seen have it. Seen it already, yeah. Exactly. And um, yeah, it's going to be great. And so it's cool to see that um, that you're you're getting up and getting into it. You know, to play more shows in 2020. It's about playing shows that you make a connection at. So yeah, yeah. And that's it'd be cool to have you at these places. I'm glad you said that. Um, <coughs>
1: that is that is big for us. And, and I will say that when when we were at uh, when we were at Chicks, that was one of my when we were at Chicks and when we played. Your house show uh house shows are awesome like the the people that were there like i i, I just it's the the support was was just incredible yeah and, and we play a lot of these places and uh you know you, there's 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 a couple in every crowd that that gets what we're doing um but you know a lot of these places they, they want to hear a lot of covers and we've we've compensated. Over you know the last couple of years we've thrown we've thrown a handful in there, but uh you know we played a lot of places we went you know that didn't have a crowd, and we end up playing to the bartenders but yeah, I really want to focus on getting you know there's these there's these places here and there, and I'm finding a lot of them through you guys where people are just they're they're coming Love out the of the woodwork to listen to music and and mm-hmm. it's just incredible because when you play a show to the bartenders, you're thinking to yourself like what 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 am I doing like yeah, I might as point? well just head back and jam with my friends at my house. I'd have a better time. But then every once in a while, you you, you hit a show and and like everybody is just sitting there listening. And I think a lot of that has to do with people come for the music and not the bar, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not for the drinks.
3: Like yeah, sometimes getting it outside. <clears throat> but you still got to give it your all even if you're just playing for the bartender. Oh, yeah. and, and, and yeah, trust absolutely.
1: me, we definitely you know. do. The bar We've never had a bartender that uh, didn't like us. I
2: mean, I've been doing it long enough now playing in bands and running sound. I've seen it and places have off nights. I mean, it's just unfortunate nights. There's no rhyme or reason to it. promote the shit out of it. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's an yeah. off night. There could be something else going on
1: somewhere else. You just don't know. I remember yeah. we played a show one night. or whatever. It's, one night when uh, Guns N' Roses was in Hershey there was nobody there right, I was yeah, like, Damn. Yeah. but it was like I booked it way off in advance and like you didn't know you know what I mean I was you like know. oh cool it was it was like a random Saturday or uh, I think it was a Sunday a yeah. random Sunday I was like yeah let me get that
0: mm.
1: <laughs> yeah that's always on
0: yeah it's always you know yeah the thing with the house shows man the house shows are like a uh, they're such like a small thing everyone's so crammed in and yeah same, it checks a little bit <laughs> But yeah, yeah chicks know, is definitely that. The way, bar, yeah. you know, you take the bar out of it and you take you take all that out of it. And like when we did that house show with you guys at our place, it was what, like thirty five, forty people jammed in my living room. Atmosphere is what it's all about. Yeah, man. man. It was just cozy, comfortable. The fire was lit. We were hanging out. Ryan Francis there helping us run the sound and nice. it was all like it was just comfortable and cozy. And, and and at the end of the day, everyone was there to hear what Yeah. We were playing. They didn't care. It was a song they knew, you know, they just wanted to hear what we had to say, what we were doing. And that was the most important thing. That was the best, that was the best part of it all. And that's, that's the whole point of this, you know, whoever's listening to this, the whole point of this is to make you familiar with guys like Bob and Chubb and all of us that are writing songs and playing music and, um. Promoting music with and, and
2: helping s- the people that are doing that. Yeah, and, exactly. It's and, it's holding it all. Weekend. and understanding
0: the connection between us all, you know. Exactly. You might not know that, you know, we know Bob or Bob knows Chubb and Steve and, and the connection to the venues and things like that. But the underlying parts of it all, we're all, we're all connected. We're all working together. Yeah, and so and it's, it's not just
2: this little; it's this whole valley. It I is, mean, yeah. We, we, it spreads. You know, everybody that yeah that from right mountain know, that to listens mountain to this and, is everybody and, that you know that listens to this. And as soon I mean, as we meet someone, be, it's like,
0: all right, cool. Like come into our circle and be <coughs> in this family. Yeah, you know? that's what, that's
1: what I, I love that about music. I mean, yeah. I to reference the movie Heart Worn Highways. We were talking about the other oh, day. I love that movie. You know, you got you got guys like Guy Clark, Steve Earle, like professional musicians just hanging out, chilling with each other, smoking cigarettes, drinking beers, and, and not competing with one another, like loving, yeah. like playing each no, other's music there, and supporting, man. not just supporting it each other professionally, but like just really liking their stuff. And, and here as we sit, we got four different guys and four different bands doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it it, it the tradition that it, it it will always be this way. It's right. the spirit, you know. That's what I yeah. always talk
0: about is the spirit. And
1: some some people, you know, unfortunately, some people don't get that about music, and and they love the time on stage and they love the lights and stuff. But like to just to just grab some acoustic guitars and just sing songs with with people that you care about and people that for nobody, just for just for the guy sitting across from you with the other guitar, right? You know, like I, I think people miss that about music, mm-hmm. and and yeah. Because it is easy to get caught up in that world of, uh, you know, playing out and and. There's a lot of responsibility be, that comes with it. That you feel yeah. that pressure. You and, know, and like you, you have to
2: perform. You have to be on time. You got to make sure yeah. all your band because somebody has to play the band mom. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, mean, yeah, I've, yeah. Been yeah. That, I've been that. I've been that person. Be the band
0: mom, <laughs> so if for you sure. have
2: that responsibility. Of course, it's like
0: you get the merch ready right, and the stuff right, ready. Where's everybody at? Right, yeah. Where the
2: hell's Johnny? Why isn't he? Somebody call him. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I totally get to. the, uh, yeah. that feeling of the spontaneity of it. I mean, they tell, and this could this is one of those situations where I'm sure this could totally work because I'm a percussionist. You play bass, you sing, you play guitar and sing. And I, I don't know what other instruments you play as well, but um, we could sit down and just jam right now. There's enough instruments in this room. That oh, we could yeah, yeah. And just like yeah. sit here and jam and like, <laughs> catch on to a rhythm. Yeah. And, you know,
5: and, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, and I missed... Kind of doing that stuff sometimes we get together with some buddies that, in fact i had buddies in town not too long ago for the holidays and we uh we all got together and jammed like that it had been years since yeah. we were all together but we did it like in this room it was unfortunately i didn't record it
3: um it's but really it was one of those blast, though.
2: it was it was it was it was so fun to um, in your memory bank, exactly mm-hmm. and, it, and and i think the best part about it was is there wasn't any responsibility yeah. I d I wasn't trying to put up to put together a show or yeah. um, you know, write something or right. you know, I wasn't under any pressure. So that's totally organic. Feel like, yeah, it was. It was like
1: here we are, we're all together, let's just jam. And, yeah. Yeah. Um That's so we did the other day, we had a hell of a little jam session there yeah, Bob. and Gene. <laughs> uh, we were off
0: and uh Bob was like, Yeah, I'm gonna come over to the house and I was like, Oh shit, Bob's gonna come over to the house like, man, he I don't think he's ever been so I was like, I better do it right, so I called Chubb, I called Gene, I got as many people as I could that lived close enough and played instruments. We had a little jam at the house, which was cool. Nice. And that, like, Heartward Highways, I always watch it this time of year, too, because there's parts of the movie that are, like, filmed around Christmas time, and they're, like, all sitting around a table. It's, like, Guy Clark, Steve Earle. Um, Towns Van Zandt. Towns Van Zandt, Um Bunch of other guys, man. Tons of them. Steve Young. Um, yeah a bunch of people I'd never even heard of, which I ended up looking so up many, afterwards yeah, like, so oh, many guys goodness man Texas <laughs> <singer-songwriters>, you <laughs> yeah. know. but uh, they're all sitting around the table, man It's like Christmas time, and they're drinking wine out of like broken glasses, <laughs> yeah. they're all singing silent night, oh wow, and they're just picking it, singing together, all harmonizing, and you know Guy Clark's sitting at the end of the table watching it all, and it's just like. The perfect scene in, like, a songwriter history. Yeah. See all these greats. Yeah. Sitting, like you said, sitting together at a table, writing songs, singing each other songs. And it was just, like, a complete thing. And they all were legends in their own right. You know, but they they didn't treat each other like that. Right. right. They no. They were right. just regular human guys. They really. were just Man. guys all together doing you know, the thing. That's what was so cool, you know. The family atmosphere of it Yeah. All. That's so what we're trying to promote. Love it, man. Love it. Push it all. Ch- chub Chubb, he's like your grumpy ass uncle that you don't you know you don't want to interact with, but yeah. <laughs> we bring him along anyway. I'm only here Always for the Always telling dick jokes and things like that at the kids' birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> but we bring him along. We Every family's chub. got one. <laughs> you know who we're talking it's about. So dysfunctional Uncle <laughs> Chub. Oh
3: man. You gotta love it.
0: Oh yeah. So, Bobby, I mean, that's that, we wanted to bring you on here and talk about the album and all the stuff you're doing with the band. And, um, you guys got a plan. You guys got a CD. Yeah, we got, uh. Now you're, uh, off and running. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we got CDs. You can check the album out anywhere, uh. Anywhere music's available. iTunes, all that. You guys, you I'm got sure f- there's plenty Facebook of videos on so? like, Yeah, yeah, we got YouTube. Facebook. Um, yeah, we, um,. I try to stay pretty active on that, just to interact, you know, once, maybe twice a week. Um, but we're always, you know, posting little clips and stuff from shows and uh just something to say hello if if that's all mm-hmm. it is. Um yeah, we got videos on there, YouTube, uh check out the uh the Jacks Virginia Sky YouTube it'll pop up and check it out there, Spotify, there's plenty of places to get it for free too, if you just wanna check it out.
2: You're on. You said you're on
1: Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Any other forms of like social media or uh, uh, Instagram? We're, Instagram. On, we're on Instagram, cool. and uh, we have a website: the Jacks Music at WordPress.
2: Is that the best place to get a
1: hold of you if somebody uh, wants nah, to book pro- you or Probably Facebook or? for real. Yeah. Um, I, I get a. We have a good website. I just I don't manage it as well as I should. Right. Um. But uh, you know, but I am I am very active on uh, Facebook and and Instagram and uh yeah I, w- I would recommend that but yeah there's plenty mm-hmm. of plenty of links and there's you know if you can get to our Facebook page you'll be able to get to 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 any any of the the links for any other uh formats of any kind know. of promotional stuff or contact information and all that stuff's all through there yeah 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 yep cool. and it goes right to my phone and then uh you know take it from there.
0: You're the man in charge, You're yeah, the head Jack.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much as far as communications and stuff. I mean, I I, I have a lot of help uh, designing this stuff, and then you know it's kind of created for me and dumbed down for me. <laughs> uh, well, we're and, gonna
0: be doing some events and stuff in twenty twenty with you. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna try and do another house show um, at your house. Yeah, uh, we were in uh, Camp Hill. Yeah, we... so if anyone out there is a Super Jax fan, you know, you want to make sure you uh, get in touch with us and we'll give you an invite. Yeah,
3: well, let's hear another Jax song. How about that? Uh, she won't be coming home. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's home. play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's
0: a sad one. That's another sad one. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect <laughs> one for the house show. Yeah, perfect one for the house show. Here we go.
4: Seems like lately, all we do is fight I'm left here all alone, to sit and wonder why The clock upon the wall says 11.35 And I don't think she's coming home tonight Loved her like the stars, love the sky I couldn't make her stay, no matter how I tried She walked out the door, she made up her mind And I don't think she's coming home now
0: Just another one of those sad old country songs, oh, you know? Man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, sad old country song. Gotta love it. We love sad old country songs here at Kingfish and Friends. Yeah, sure I mean, do. That's what we all sing. Pretty yeah. much, if it ain't sad, we don't want to sing it. Yeah. There's no point What's so good about happy? Stuff, yeah, what's so good about happy songs? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. You guys cover some deep shit on the album, man. I love it. Yeah. I love that. It's It's nice. It's refreshing. You know? It's not all trucks and... Uh, bikinis and beer Mud and yeah. Dirt
1: roads yeah. in Copenhagen Copenhagen Yeah
0: That's what they sing about nowadays It's all the same Yeah that's
1: what sells man We get a bunch of bunch of kids that Leave high school At, at 3 o'clock a are blaring down the road And their dad's Chevy Yeah you know, buying Copenhagen hunter trunk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. Carhartt jackets and cowboy boots. <laughs> oh, jeez Louise, <the> <laughs> eat that stuff up. Yeah, Where'd you grow up? I grew up in western Pennsylvania. I'm actually on my way there tonight, actually, uh, to go, I'm gonna go hunting with my my brother and my cousins and all that, but uh, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I grew up in western PA, A
0: little um, like Pittsburgh area,
1: or uh, no, like. Punxsutawney area. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, Cl- uh, uh, okay. Have you been
1: to the... Uh, no. You have not. <laughs> I was <laughs> just going to say, what is it, guys? <laughs> no. No, Groundhog Hulk, yeah, no. Crazy film, up yeah. there. Man. Yeah. Uh, when I lived up there, I, I got out of there when I was Bless 18. You. And, uh, <laughs> and before I was 18, from what I heard, it was no place. <laughs> <laughs> 17-year-old
4: 17-year- <laughs> kid wanted to be hanging out. Yeah, man. Uh, That's and it was... A-
1: it was more of an annoyance to the locals out sure. there. Like, I'm the sure. People, people took, like, they come from all over. It was, yeah. it was out of this world
2: that I they just cared don't, that much about. I just don't probably get like it. security going on there, too. It's yeah. so like, I'm probably,
0: probably the dumbest Pennsylvania huh. tradition <laughs> oh, ever. Oh, man. It is kind of <laughs> stupid,
4: yeah. <laughs>
0: like, we base. what is it? It's <laughs> a groundhog,
4: <laughs> man. It? It's a for, some uh, about some the shadow six more weeks of winter. I
3: don't know which one. If a groundhog
0: sees a shadow, first of all, who put their judgment in the hands of a groundhog?
3: Yeah. Well, how do they know if he sees a shadow that's not. what I'm saying. What if he's
1: blind? Groundhog. <laughs> well, that's been man. the trick the whole time. The groundhog never sees his shadow. We do, so yeah. it doesn't count. <laughs> it's so
0: dumb, but it's it is. It's a spectacle. People. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's on the counter. It's a counter. Get together and drink. Is it not a national holiday? No. Groundhog. No, that's national Groundhog Day. Day. That's uh, the same thing. Welcome the
1: movie. movie the conversation. <laughs> you're thinking about the movie.
0: No, I mean,
1: wasn't uh, wasn't Groundhog's Day featured in one of those old Santa Claus movies? I don't know, What's actually. That? Is that the
3: Bill Murray movie? Groundhog, that's what movie? I was no, like thinking.
2: That's, yeah. that's, that's that one. Like. But that, Groundhog, it's on the
0: calendar. It's on the calendar, Yeah, man. Like, that's like, a yeah. national <laughs> holiday. Is,
3: is it the same day, though, is that? Yeah, it's oh, uh, yeah. February 2nd, yeah, okay. yeah,
0: pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Always has been. Like, who Who convinced them of that? Right, I mean, what? like that's a hell of a con. <laughs> yeah, whose
4: like whose who's
0: idea was that? Where,
2: hey, we, somebody pulled it up on their phone. Yeah, I, I gotta find the
0: history of uh, Groundhog Day. This? So you're from Park City, really PA. What's, yeah. Wonder how long he been. Well, I'm doing. not from. Why don't you know, I'm not from. Oh, you're not from
1: there. I'm just. That's just everybody that's knows. You know. I just always say that because of Groundhog Day. I grew up about a half hour from there. I see. How long you been playing? Uh... That's that's tough to answer because I put it down for like four years. But uh, I I got my first guitar when I was sixteen oh, wow. and played it till I was like eighteen. And then met a girl and moved away and left the guitar home. And then I really I really just started picking it up again when I was like when you, left 24. you? yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah um, yeah I was like twenty four so five years wow. since then I'm like twenty nine now so yeah that's cool so.
2: Chubby laughed at him. That's where all those sad songs probably come I, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, man. That's <laughs> That's I mean, funny, he's, man. Not right. he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, what? It's funny, man.
3: It's funny. <laughs> I don't care how you look at it. <laughs> We've all been there. I've been there. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we are.
0: The official Groundhog Day celebration, just to let you know, I looked this up. <laughs> first took place in 1887, first of all.
3: I remember that. And.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It was the brainchild of local newspaper editor, Climber Frace, which is the weirdest name ever, who sold a group of businessmen and groundhog hunters on the idea. They were known collectively as the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club.
3: You know? Why, Why
0: they had a club, I don't know.
3: Because they didn't have music. And, uh, it says that, the,
0: <laughs> it says that they, the men trekked to a site called Gobbler's Knob.
3: Oh, I've, <laughs> oh heard of, I've heard of yeah, Gobbler's yeah. Knob, man.
0: Uh, they're losing <laughs> there every their all time. Where the inaugural groundhog became the bearer of bad news every year he saw his shadow. So, yeah, this guy, somehow in 1887, they didn't have a whole lot to be sold on. <laughs> yeah. And it's been a tradition ever since. <laughs> Dang. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> That's what it takes. You got to go back to Punxsutawney and rewrite the tradition, Jeez. Bob. Yeah, that be your mission. That should, your be, a mission. should uh, be a mission in life.
1: I think it's too far gone <laughs> Break at this Break the groundhog point. <laughs> day tradition. Yeah, can't
0: do it. Yeah, Bill Murray
1: started on a the
3: turtle thing, man. That's crazy, man.
0: What a weird thing. That so, what's going with, uh, on out there? Like, is there music out there? Everybody just uh, chasing
1: groundhogs. Yeah. no. we 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 go up there. We've gone up there two years in a row now, and I was I was play this place at. Uh, my cousin owns – she owns a big social hall. It's got a decent stage, and we always go oh, up nice. there and do, like, a private show. Um, it's mostly just family and old old friends and stuff that come out. Um, there were there were some people that I'd never met before. Like, we, we did put it out there and, like, just shared it, and some random people showed up. But uh, it was a good turnout in uh, a small town. So, like, when I say family and friends, that's basically the entire town.
0: The entire <laughs> town. Because,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. If they're not, if you're not your family, you know them. Right. You right. know? Uh, but then we do an, another little show the, the next night at a bar that uh, a family friend of ours owns. So we make a weekend of it. But, um, unfortunately, like, I think a lot of people come out just because there's only a handful of bands up there, and they don't really play that much. And Yeah. There's nothing know, to do. Uh, it's, it's a big deal, like it's you know, people look forward to it so we've, been, we've made it a cool. thing we're going up this year i gotta call and schedule the third one but uh both years it's been a good time but that's cool yeah i don't really nice. like even growing up i don't remember there was like an under there was like a hardcore scene
0: mm-hmm.
1: like that mosh pit stuff uh i got kicked out <laughs> <laughs> i don't like mosh pitting dude like yeah. <laughs> i was i was off to, i was like way off to the side and this dude come 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 across and Kicked me in my groin area. You were your steel toes, and didn't I you. didn't really. Uh, when I say I got kicked out, I may have gotten escorted out. It was just a you bad scene. Up, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man, the hardcore scene. So I never, never yeah. went back. I was, it wasn't. I was that's just, why he's got that boot on. Yeah, that's why he carries that cane Heck around. Yeah, there, man. Right? that's full
1: lead right there, that boot. <laughs> but that that stuff was kicking up there. That like I, I I went all the time to support my friends, but I was just like. It just wasn't my thing. To each yeah. their own, you know, like people love that stuff. But
2: when I was a kid down here there was a pretty decent little hardcore scene uh, I had a friend yeah. of mine that would rent the gym down here at Mifflin Gym and Oh nice. Yeah, it would be like uh just a ticketed little event, you know. Five dollar cover or whatever. Yeah, it would yeah. Be. six bands. Yeah, yeah. And, That's yeah. what I did
5: when <laughs> I was There'd be a school.
2: huge mosh pit in there, and like, oh yeah, it was it was a good time. There yeah. used to be a Something kid for 14 15
0: year old kids to go and do. That's yeah. I was just gonna say I was like 14 15 <clears> There you know. used to be a kid That's last
3: Tuesday for you. Get you your know, parents yeah, to drop in my you my off. Yeah, high school,
0: <laughs> yeah, he would he would have these like parties in his shed at his parents' house, and it would be like five dollars. And I'd get five dollars, and I'd go to this shed. and I'd hang out with all these kids while they played hardcore music.
5: Yeah,
0: wow. And I was never really my thing. Like I never really like. I liked it, but I was never really heavy into the music. It was just where everyone was at. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. all the people that I, uh, you know, thought were cool. It you was know, something that's where they were do, hanging man. out. It was man. some some place so that's to where go. I went. Mm. But I wasn't hardcore enough, man. Yeah, I didn't make the cut. It didn't stick, but I I, I yeah, like to. Be.
1: I like to check those other band, kind of bands out because, I mean, yeah. it's art to them. Somebody loves it.
0: Yeah, you know what? You know? I appreciate and I, I want to listen. I appreciate the scene of the hardcore scene. Yeah. Like they're all very supportive of one yeah, another. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, that's one thing that, that I've always seen in the metal community is that they're very supportive of each other. They show up for the shows. They're there, yeah. you know. They buy stuff. It's it's 100% a collective thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's... uh. I think that spans the gap for the most part. You gotta stick university. together, you know what I mean? That's what it comes down to. <laughs> mm-hmm. And people yeah.
1: are realizing that more and more.
0: Yeah. That's, and they uh, had
1: like hardcore fans too. Like, yeah. Shirts, wristbands, sweatbands. Yeah, they go out. And, all like, out. Pant, like patches on their pants oh, with yeah. the band names on it. Like, it's, and it's just a local band, you, you know? You can't like,
0: read any of the names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what, that always cracked me up, but. But, yeah, yo, you're right, though, man. They would always go all out for everything. <laughs> yeah, man. And they were also super DIY, too. Like, all my friends yeah. that were involved in that in high school were, like, at, at shop classes, like, printing T-shirts for their bands or stickers and, like, yeah. stealing little post-it things from the post office. And Making they make, stuff by Make hand. their own homemade stickers. Mm. Yeah, man. Oh, it's yeah. cool, man. I can appreciate that kind of thing. That's my background, man. I, yeah. I grew up punk rock, dude. Steve is a punk rocker, man. He made all of the I Flat do, Wheels albums, he's still T-shirts, with everybody help, else's. With help
2: from my friends,
0: I built this room we're sitting in. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. This is all DIY, really. Punk rock, Steve Shaw, man. Chubb, what about you? Are you punk
3: rock? Punk rocker. Yeah, man. <laughs> that sounded very <laughs> Did punk the to Virus, man? One dude was from Newville. Oh yeah, yeah. He he did a lot of touring over in Europe yeah. and shit. You you get that one. All a kinds, kinds of music. Like he yeah, lived in know. Newville. I can't think of his Josh. name. Josh. Yeah, Josh. And um, oh,
2: uh, works at uh, the record shop in Lemoyne There, what's his name? Um, oh friends with him on Facebook. I see his posts every once in a while. Them dudes are good, man. man. They're punk. Yeah, I I like that. Did you
0: ever hear of Junie Fortney and uh, his band Scanner? Mm
2: -mm. I've heard of Scanner, yeah. yeah. like a punk rock outfit. Oh, David Prino. Based around here, yeah. He he works at the, what is it, the the, the punk shop out there in LeMoyne. I know
0: exactly what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name of it. I've seen it.
2: Angry Young and Poor. There you go. I
0: mean. so, hmm.
3: Yeah. What did you do, Chubb, when your punk rock days? In my punk rock days? I yeah. never really had a punk rock day because I've <laughs> always been to all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I listened to anything from thrash metal to, you know, i I would listen to Willie Nelson and then throw in some uh, Death Angel, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then maybe the next day I might be listening to Suicidal Tendencies and uh, George Michael. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I didn't quite range off that far, but Hey, I listened to George Michael. Was George like, Michael's a right. wham man. Wham was a- See, I uh. wasn't a big wham fan. Culture Club, stuff like that. That wasn't my cup of tea. Really? Now, give me the Outlaws and Thirty Eight Special and stuff Some like great, that.
2: Great vocals and and he stuff could sing. Kind
3: of... George Michael could sing. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's even like Mariah Carey and girls like that. Mm-hmm. Man, they're mm-hmm. good singers, but that doesn't yeah. make it my cup Sarah of tea. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin's a, a
2: beautiful singer. Yeah, right? yeah, but um, yeah, that Casey whole Chambers,
3: role. man, I like her a lot. Casey yeah. Chambers, yeah, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of good music out there. All kinds of music, whether it's punk or... Man, you listen to... You ever hear a band called The Pirates? Yeah, Yeah. like Johnny Kidd and The Pirates? Yeah, Johnny Kidd and The Pirates, old British band. Yeah, heck yeah, I know that band. (laughs) Man, them dudes were sweet. They're sweet, man. Yeah. They have that old school rock and roll... Rockabilly. Yeah,
0: like... tremolo thing going
2: on. Chubb, you should bring over some records uh, every time you come over here. You should just bring like a record or two that you don't think we we've ever heard of or something that oh, yeah, I could definitely you know? do that.
0: He's got lots of them.
2: I know. Um, I'll do I'll start doing that. And then we can like take a listen to something that's just crazy off the wall that. Yeah. Speaking of that, what's uh Bobby, what's uh something that you're that you reflect off of, you know, musician wise? Who who do you I mean we talked about Influences Jason Isbell me. a little yeah, bit yeah. earlier um who
1: else uh like even early on like before you knew about Jason and I'd say uh the band that got me down that road was a band called Lucero from Memphis Tennessee mm-hmm. which were actually uh they caught they started out kind of punk influenced Yeah they uh, their backstories, they were from uh Memphis I guess if I'm not mistaken was it was a pretty big and uh, mm-hmm. punk mm-hmm. punk scene Yeah absolutely and uh they liked the punk but they also liked country, so they kind of yeah,
3: they wanted they, they wanted the two. sound of their
1: own. And yeah. uh, so, so yep. if you listen to early early Lucero, it's it's got that sound to it. But I just I I fell in love with that sound, and uh, you know I was like I wasn't big with punk music, but I liked how it spoke the truth, and uh,
5: mm-hmm.
1: you know and but like country, I love a good story song and like a good heartbreaking song. And uh, but I'd say yeah, if there's any band that really really caught my attention, and, and, uh, it had to be
2: Lucero, and, and... I have a good friend of mine, uh, well, not a good friend, he's a friend of mine, he recorded here in the studio, uh, with a band, um, El Guano, Memphis Mike, uh, and I didn't really know of Lucero until he started talking yeah, about because yeah. he's from Memphis, and, uh,
1: yeah, really good band, um, but they, uh, they kind of had the same backstory as us, as far as they were just, they were just friends that wanted to make a different sound, mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know through pandora and other other music uh apps and stuff like i just ventured out and found bands like the truckers and uh just you know frank turner and there's a handful i can go i can go on till tomorrow yeah, with, right, with, right. you guys know what i'm talking about and then like the old the actually the older country songs started coming up then too and uh i got familiar with that that t- that kind of music, cause that you know that's that stuff I've never heard before. Like, uh, you know, like Waylon and all them guys. When you were uh, a
0: kid, did you listen to all that kind of stuff? No, too,
1: I, I I was just talking to Chubb yeah. about this actually. Like, I I didn't really. The only the only thing I knew about country when I was a kid was we heard it on the radio. It was like Billy Ray Cyrus, "Snaky Breaky Heart." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like that's one that sticks in my mind because I remember my aunt. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I did I I do gotta admit I liked the song when I was a kid. And, uh, Wasn't there a whole dance routine? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <that shows, laughs> <you do>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's
4: it, Zach. But uh, you know, my
0: grandma had a magnet on the fridge. It was like a jukebox, <laughs> and like you would open the fridge and it would play that fucking song. <laughs> like, like, so I know exactly what you mean, man. But, it was uh, everywhere.
1: I've, I've just come to like marketing geniuses. You know, I, I've just come to that's that's something that uh I've been listening to. Not so much anymore, but I went through a phase and I really went down a rabbit hole with all that stuff. Where but, you listen uh,
0: to Achy Breaky Heart? On yeah, repeat. Achy Breaky Heart, Pandora. <laughs> yeah, man. <yeah. laughs> bunch of Miley Cyrus you got on there. Stuck in the <laughs> rabbit hole, of Achy Breaky Heart. Just
2: got jammed in the CD yeah. player and it wouldn't get. A- there's a Let's band a, no.
0: We played with a band in Philly actually that did a cover of Akey Breaky Heart They're like a bluegrass band. Yeah. Uh, the Cheddar Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did a great like it, they really <laughs> they, they made me realize, like, okay, there's a reason why we enjoy this song, you know. Yeah. It can be done really well. So
1: But yeah, yeah, that uh that introduced me to guys, you know, after going down the uh, I guess Red Dirt or Alaha Country, whatever you want to call it, guys like Hayes Carl. Mm-hmm. And and uh I, I I the way that Hayes writes. Is uh he's 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 very poetic and I I just man I fell in love with that that style of writing and uh, just words phrases that like you and I think about every day but like the way them. he word the way he words it and phrases it it's just like oh my gosh but uh, see I'd say Lucero and then Hayes Carl as far as influences if what? I had a name two off the top of my head and I mean that changes every day but you know there's sways i don't want to say changes but sways every day with with new bands and and i feel like always just fine-tuning because if you listen to some of the old stuff compared to some of the new stuff like perfect example is you know you take a song like off the album down the road was one of the first songs that i'd written and then compare that to a song marie at the end of the album that was like a newer song i just you know, and and just to hear the the how the sound has changed from like that acoustic, you know, capo like that dark yeah. story song to like a to like an electric guitar, yeah, exactly, in, in a major key, uh, a little faster, even maybe with a little. Uh, I think that one has a little like punk sound to it. Yeah, I like it's, that it's song. faster, it's more upbeat. But, Let's uh,
0: listen to that song.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: cool. Let's
1: listen to that song.
0: Awesome. I love that line where uh where it says one day I'll get you back. Yeah. <laughs> Every king needs a queen, queen and I guess I'm just a jack. jack. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is cool. That is a great line. Yeah, yeah. A little clever line there from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: that actually wasn't the original bridge. Uh it, it was a bridge and like I wasn't crazy about it. It was just some words. I found that like I just if I'm struggling with an idea for a certain part of the song, I'll just write something down to kinda kind of finish it and then like for now. And then think about it. And I'd reference that line. Well uh, a
3: lot of times when you listen to something back after you do that, it grows on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's like not the same without it. Yeah. Um but
1: I you know, I was looking to replace that bridge and uh it's just a line I wrote down the one day. Every queen needs a king. I guess I'm just a jack which I thought it was kind of a play off of the band name too. You know? And uh but uh, yeah, I get uh, everybody asks is that. Why you called the Jacks? I was like, Nah, we were already the Jacks, but like that definitely influenced that
0: line. Yeah, that line. Uh, but, it, uh, it 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 just is funny, you know, how it plays off the name and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's good. And I remember you. I was sitting in your room when you said put the line. Uh, Borderline addictions, all my bad uh, and decisions bad and borderline decisions. addictions. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, being at the band rehearsal and you were writing that down. <laughs> yeah, and then, began, and then I heard the song for the. I think I forget where I heard you play the song. I the played it for time. you. That was
1: the one that you just come over and we're chilling in my house and yeah. we were just going back and forth. You were showing me the stuff you wrote. That was back when you wrote uh, "Peace of Mind." Peace of Mind. Yeah, I remember yeah. you playing that song that night and and I I played Marie for you and. uh and it was just such a I loved it. A yeah. deviation from our normal sound. And you're like, dude, yeah, keep doing that song and keep doing it that way. Yeah. Keep doing it fast. <laughs> I like it. But uh But yeah, it's yeah, that great. Yeah, you were one of the first ones to hear that song now I think about it.
0: Yeah, and at the album besides release, besides the band. At the album release party when when we were there, um, you know, like I'd never seen Bob like really play you know, he always played the acoustic guitar every time I seen him play. So then at the album release he like playing this electric guitar. He's wailing out guitar solos, and I'm like, "Holy cool shit! Like these guys are really are ripping now." You know, where'd all this come from? It's awesome, you know. It's bottled cool to see up. The band. It's yeah. it's cool to see knowing that you guys came together as individuals with nothing more than a common interest in the music that you were listening to, then to learn an instrument, learn it well enough to play it with other people and then put together a whole write songs in a band and put out an album I mean like and to do it in such a short time like you guys have been together what 3 years
1: yeah yeah 3 that's, years that's
0: i mean for Dang. the quality of the album and the quality of the songs you never write, know it. the yeah. writing and to do that in such a short amount of time i think is is something that should yeah. certainly be acknowledged
1: i appreciate that um well that being said you know i don't think I don't think uh, it's it's one thing to put an album together, but there's a lot of, there's a lot involved with that process. You know, guys that 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 run the, the the recording studios. You know, our buddy Jay, man, like he he hooked it up, and he you, know, you and I were just talking, Steve, about just the the intricacies that I would have never even dreamed of, and and guys that promote. Um, that's a very you know underappreciated mm-hmm. and it's a tough job man i I tell you like mm. what you do like just the planning and the organization and the ideas the creativity like it's it's amazing and everybody that's helped us along the way like you know i i, I could sit back as the songwriter and take all the credit but i just wrote some words down on paper you know we got guys like uh jim grandin does all my guitar work and uh He's, he Jim Granton pick ups out of Mechanicsburg he, mm-hmm. um all my stuff's custom he he builds it for me. I went to him with an idea of the sound that I wanted and you know I got this strat now that he made for me and and well, I made the pickups mm-hmm. and uh it's just a dirty grit it's like a it's like a it, it sounds like it's got that grit of the humbucker in the back and it's just amazing and mm-hmm. uh you know he provides me with with good equipment to use and uh, Keystone amplifiers i got a little pugilist from them custom nice. for me and uh so those guys are really to help me developing my sound so I can rip those solos now and uh and just like the website stuff man like uh our friend Danielle Debley she uh she created all that stuff for us she does all our photos too uh Danielle Marie photography and uh she's done everything for free just yeah. out of the kindness <laughs> That's of her how heart it goes. and and uh you know, I, I can't thank those guys enough. Yeah, and, and just you yeah. know, my my friends, the bandmates, and uh, and their families because I mean, they're all they all have families like we're. You know, as much as I'd love to do music full time, we all have we all have families, we all have jobs, we all have responsibility,
0: and uh, yeah, you know. So, but it takes a village, you know, to get oh, all, it absolutely you know, does so yeah. to have their support. Yeah, you know, and to be at the shows yeah, and man. and yeah. understand why everyone's doing it and the reason behind it all. Like yeah. that's. It takes a village, no matter what you're doing, whether you be a musician or whether you be a plumber, you know what I mean? To get yep. your name out there yeah. and to get support and get your reputation um, to, to where you're being acknowledged for your skill, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of time. It takes persistence. And it takes delivering time and time yeah. again um, You know, for and that. It's always
3: great just to have your family there when you're doing a show just for support, man. Yeah. It's like, wow, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, because they've seen you. I mean, they've seen you when you sucked. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, you know they've seen you <laughs> they when you were starting <laughs> out. You know, so yeah. to them, your family they heard it, it all—is for the most proud of you. For, for yep. you know, they stuck through you through it all. You know, and yeah, uh, man, it's, it's always cool, man. To catch them out there singing along, heck and stuff. yeah! It's especially like, when you write songs and you got your family singing along. You know, yeah, man, that's awesome, man. That's awesome.
2: I see that a lot at the the Molly Pitcher too. Is, uh, there's a lot of family support with the bands that come in there.
0: That's good, man.
2: It yeah. really is. And parents but, and stuff. But I see
0: young kids, so. like young musicians. Um, like for example, a friend Noah Fowler from like Carlisle. He's a younger kid um, in college, but he has such a strong support from his family and friends that he packs houses all the time. You know, he'll put shows together on his own. He's a good little promoter and advocate for his own product and he brings them out man and that's That's cool cool. you know they they come out to support their their family member and i I think that's that's cool because sometimes it's not easy to get your family to come out to stuff either you know and that's something to be said for that to have a strong backing uh, from your family as a young kid and a young musician means a lot it it means a lot because as a kid there's a thousand things you could go do you know what I mean? And you certainly don't want to do what your parents are telling you to do. You know? So to to find something you love and for your parents to support that passion, um, that means a lot. That means a lot. I, I think it's really great. I, I love seeing uh, parents come into the guitar shop over at Chris's, uh, the woodshed, and, you know, buy guitars for their kids to learn or, you know, whatever. I bought to, my this guitar. To right? make it better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's cool. Um uh, Cool to keep the spirit alive. Yeah, yeah. Man. My son's who all you all taught that. how to play, actually. Brandon. Yeah. Chubb yeah. quit his guitar lesson after the first first one, right? Yeah. yeah. Not much of a teacher, are you, is
3: Chubb? <laughs> gonna, I taught him how to quit. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I just, think
2: Brandon did, he came back twice and then Brandon,
0: <laughs> Brandon did <that>. good kid. <laughs> I taught him how to quit. <laughs> That yeah you really were serious the first time, I should that's that. funny, well, what else do you want to talk about, Bob? you want to put down on the record, huh? let the folks know what's your goal without all this? now that you're doing all this shit, you know, cause you you know you didn't have to do any of this shit, you know you could've right. stayed at home and yeah had fun with your buddies, but now that you're doing all this, what's the goal? Uh,
1: I can't. I can't tell you that we even have a goal in mind, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, we started this whole thing as uh, friends jamming together, and uh, like I said, we just kind of fell fell into it. And if people wanna if people wanna pay to hear us, you know, play like you know, if people wanna pay to come to the venues and play, then then, then we'll keep doing that. And if uh, you know, people decide they don't want to hear the original stuff and they don't like us anymore, then I'm I'm perfectly fine with. Jamming in a in a in a room somewhere with my friends. Um, I think it's just about the music, and as long as us four are doing the music that we love to do for the reasons that that we know are right, uh, I think just kind of sit back and see where it goes. You start having expectations, things like that. That's that's when you have letdowns and upsets and stress, and so uh, I think we've gotten this far. I mean we've we've pushed a little bit you gotta book your own gigs and stuff you know you you can't sit around wait for everybody to call you but uh but I never want to let the the business consume the music and uh the idea of music so uh just the goal I I guess overall would be just to continue to have fun and and love what we do and so far that's uh you know hasn't been an issue yet but uh and it's just great to meet people in this world that, that'll help each other. Like I said, here we got four four different people here. Two, you know, what three singers? I don't know if you write. Do you write? No,
2: I, I'm but, not an active writer. I do play. I, I I am an improv drummer.
1: Yeah, and I've been playing on stuff since but I was younger. So. Just just the the variety of people sitting here today, like a couple singer songwriters and and a promoter, a producer. A, Steve's live sound it, extraordinary, yeah yeah podcaster now what yeah. was it, it what is that what it's called a podcaster is this one? Yeah, yeah,
0: Steve, he's the producer of this whole thing, I mean, yeah, look at this beautiful holiday arrangement table we have here, yeah, well when we had a video, yeah, you can see it eventually, but you're right, man, they have the community of everyone together yeah.
1: and and to be honest with What's you about, i'm i'm I met my man Zach here at an open mic night like is is say what you want about an open mic night. You there's know, a lot there th- there's, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that show up just that you know that have that mindset like they don't need to get paid they're just they want to go with their friends and play music and mm-hmm. I'll take that any day of the week yeah, you know, over going and, and playing some place for you know $500 check sound guy and everything provided like as a sideshow like you know that, there's a ton of open mics I go to that, well not a ton but uh there's one I go to over uh johnny joe's in uh mechanicsburg met a lot of met a lot of really cool people there
0: it's a great place to network but man. Uh, yeah, yeah
1: i've met uh your boy tony fitting there he, he popped yeah, into one night. actually beast. jammed with uh with uh Sean delphi a couple of times at man that open like, yeah, he, he come up he's like you're yeah, the guy that knows old number seven right and i was like yeah man he jumped on the drums and he come up and, um but like yeah, i love, love Sean's shine. a beast you too. know there's uh it's, you just never know what you're gonna find. And Colt's it, and down it, there a good bit too. Yeah, Colt's there. Wally's Wally, there. Yeah. Um, yep. The whole gangs there. I brought sound out of that place and played there a few times. Yeah, yeah. but uh you know, it's, it's just cool the people that you meet and uh the people that will show up and play for free like that. I do not know if I like other people. That's my kind of people. Just there because they love music. Like yeah, and 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 the the. It's amazing what a guitar and a couple old songs will bring yeah, out in the crowd, man. Yeah. Like you just end up going out for a few drinks and a few sad songs. By the time you're making all kinds of, it's just it's a good time, man. I love the music scene. I love you have that
3: little uh, that Little black Martin that Wally plays. No, he plays this little black Martin, and he said he bought that. I had one. Have one. Mm-hmm. He said after he played that thing, he said, "Man, he said I had to go get me one. He said, that thing just <laughs> felt so right." And I think he got two of them now. Nice. <laughs> well, he just, he's like, I love that thing. Man. Yeah, he made such an impression on him. Joe. <laughs> you probably yeah. have like four of them. No, I just got that one. Really? Or, yeah. Surprise! You have
2: quite the extensive guitar collection. Yeah,
1: How many guitars do you have, Bobby? Oh, I have a problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not as bad as that guy, I guarantee. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just like it's a thing. Like I started off, I wasn't sure if the band thing was gonna stick, so I bought a bunch of like Epiphones and. Mm-hmm. Like, I bought some, like, mid-grade stuff. And then when the band thing stuck, I was like, well, I might as well get a Gibson instead of an Epiphone. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then I ended up, I just got a Fender. and uh, it, But I still got all my old stuff. And, and, like, my old stuff, I got money into I didn't just buy something off the shelf. Like, I took it to my man Jim, and, and he, he's got all my pickups in it and stuff. But, dude, I got... Phew, I'm running out of places to put them, man. Like, especially getting in the electric guitar world, cause like oh, I, I love I love my Gibson. I, I have a Gibson hummingbird. I love that. I love mm-hmm. the sound of it. It's a good versatile guitar. But getting in the electric world, man, I never really quite understood what tone was. I, I, the electric world's new to me, right? Um, but uh, I've I've really been hitting that hard. And uh, but boy, the different kind of tones, like you know, mm. between a hollow body and and. Uh, you know, it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strap. Strap. I just cast, got that strap, or... man. I, I doctored up a, an old Squire that I picked up for 90 bucks I took it to the gym. He did his thing. I sunk some money into it. And I just, I love the way it played and the way it sounded. Had to get a fender. It's just, it just keeps. Different woods. It just have keeps going, tone, right? man. But like, I love that hollow body what's sound. The, what's so. the oldest guitar you have? Uh, probably just that Epiphone 335 I bought. What year is that? Oh, dude. They're all new. They're no, yeah. nothing worth. I mean, uh, I got a 2012 Hummingbird. That's probably the oldest one. Okay. <laughs> like, it's nothing, yeah. mm. you know, nothing crazy, nothing vintage or anything. Right, just right. just whatever. Yeah. no. Everyone has a different tone, different feel, yeah. sound. I mean, it, it just, uh you
2: know, it's amazing. Especially when you get into the hi-fi, high fidelity of yeah. it, like, you know start really listening to different things and, and having different custom Different pick-ups, pickups and stuff. Put in yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. Like yeah. You said with Jim. Um, I follow Jim on Facebook. I've never met him or anything. Yeah, but, a good
3: uh, guy. Did you ever hear of Joe Barden pickups? Ah, uh, no. Check him out sometime. Joe yeah. Barden. Yeah, I'll check him out.
0: Yeah, whenever I met Chris DeLaporte at the woodshed, that's when I... Because you know Chris, he's got dozens of guitars. But uh, he explained to me, that guitar is a tool Mm -hmm. and not every wrench is going to fit the bolt that you're looking to do right you Mm -hmm. you know so you got to have multiple tools right in your tool bag and so chris is like you know i got this for this this for this this for. he has a purpose and he'll tell you exactly why everyone's set up this way or that way yeah Yeah. Yeah, if you're you're playing
3: slide you don't know
0: two guitars that do the same thing you know because right He, maybe he does, but for the most part... One might be a backup. Exactly, know, exactly. In case the string uh, breaks or something, yeah, it's, and, and it's it's And it's definitely an expensive hobby, but as a musician, a true musician who is creating a craft, uh, it makes sense. Yeah. And Chris is one of the baddest guitar players I know, so I mean, I'll take his word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's my justification every time. And so I try to make sure when I'm buying guitars, or gear in general, it's... Something that I'm going to utilize, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I try not to buy shit just because it's, it's there to it's buy. It's there to buy. Yeah, bought know? a lot it of guitars. I think about it, check it out. You know, if it's something that's a little off the wall, like what can I create with it? You know, that could be different. You know, or whatever. Yeah.
2: But as a collector too, I mean, I totally get where yeah. Oh yeah, as a collector, that it like goes having, off the wall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> especially you know. Yeah. If you come across the deals or you're able to do it like that's uh I know as being being in this I mean you can see you've walked around and looked at him the studio and a lot of it is I don't know how to use a lot of this stuff. You yeah. know, like I'm not a guitar player per se <laughs> I could tell you how to play guitar, but now I've got some nice guitar amps and stuff yeah. uh, But the drum set that I bought in 2006 is right there and that's like the only drum set I have I have a couple different
0: snares, you mm-hmm. know, so it's nice um, to have options. but and it's yeah, easy it's, now.
1: You know, that's it. It's With, uh, with Marketplace, man. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> right, Facebook right. Marketplace. I'm constantly on there. I'm like, I'll buy something. The guy's be like, What did you get now? I'll be like, Look, dude, I'd have been stupid not to buy
5: it.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Like, <laughs> I just saved like 250 bucks on this thing.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I, I now behind me, I have a, a lot of microphones. That's been my uh, latest. Um, for a being in the studio, of course, uh, yeah. having all the different options. Of you microphones, rebuilt your, so, end, ain't you? A lot of them. Yeah, we built quite a few here. Actually, I, I bought a bunch of uh, ribbon microphones and tore them down and replaced the ribbons and the transformers and everything in them. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I like buying the stuff and fixing it up. Transferred a lot of the tra- uh, electronics out of some of the condenser mics that we bought. And reskinned a lot of stuff, yeah. It's it, it, you really can get into it being a, a hobbyist as well and turning
3: it into something productive and lucrative, yeah. too. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, but you might only use like you might, is this true? I mean, I could be wrong, but is there mics you use just like what one time? And I have you haven't used it since, uh, and yeah, I, I do. I mean, I have mics. In here that I haven't used
2: in quite a while. Not saying you uh, won't ever use them again, but right. you've only used them maybe once. Come, I mean, yeah. I have over 50 microphones over here. Yeah. So it's like, I do have my go tos depending on what it is, what I'm doing. Right. And especially, again, being in the studio and uh, having different bands come in, a lot of times they're looking to do something specific. So they don't have time built in to experiment so much. I like to experiment. I like getting weird with stuff and trying different things. Yeah. But being in this area, one of the reasons why we started the studio was to get big sound on a low budget for for the bands, you know, Mm. to try to help them out. Everything I do, I do, you
3: know, pretty much... I know we did a lot of yeah, experiment on a budget for the first. band, you know, it's right. whatever they yeah. can
2: afford to do. We'll do what we we can do. And I tried, my motto was always, you know, I'll give you <laughs> twice as much as what you're paying for, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's why I tried to save a couple bucks and build my own microphones and preamps and stuff like that. And, you know, we, uh, we definitely salvaged a lot of stuff and I had a lot of help from friends building this that's place. Cool. Yeah.
0: I'm excited to see what our friend uh, Ross Kennedy does. He's building those amplifiers. Yeah, I got to
2: get back on you know, designing that uh, logo for him. He uh, wants me to do that. He's
0: building, building amps, and uh, he's also taking old radios, like old tube radios, and converting them into amps. Ross is? Yeah, oh and wow. and he's bought a bunch of them. And he, Ross is a crafty dude, man. He's built guitars and... All kinds of stuff. Were, they, guy, they're tube
2: the amplifiers, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's buying nice. some Yeah,
0: man. He'll buy, like, a 1930s, like, RCA, like, tube radio, and then, like, rip it apart and, and turn it into put an amplifier. In put and a and jack shit. in it, and huh. you plug your guitar into it, man. He's got one at his house. I think it sounds amazing. It's That's really
2: good. cool, I've got man. a 73 SVT, 300... I need to
3: take that and see if you. Too bad, bad I don't have the knowledge to do anything. <laughs> I know that's what I always say. I'm like,
0: man, I wish I could do something like that because, I mean, that's so unique and it's such a cool thing, you yeah. know. But I don't know. I mean, that's what's cool about again, like the Jacks. You know, they got not only they're writing songs, but they're getting their stuff. You know, their equipment is original too. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. They're not just. Doing it, they're looking for something. A, sound. They're, sound. They're, a sound. they're
2: dedicating to the, what they want mm-hmm. and sculpting the sound that they want. Exactly. Yeah.
0: it's a pursuit always. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, most you, definitely. and
2: you know the that working with somebody, another producer, another engineer, and getting that sound that you want from them—that's a big step. That's that's good to make mm-hmm. that relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Production value. <laughs> I
1: just yeah. wanted something. Something that stands out. I've been. I know I'm very particular about that, as far as my tones, which is why I bought the the hummingbird and the, uh, you know, upgraded to a better guitar and and my amplifier. I went over, and Mark basically asked me the sound that I wanted, and I was like, "How about something like this?" I showed him a couple of videos, and you know, they designed that for me. And, and and Ryan just got uh, Ryan just got a couple of Leslie's for his organ. Oh, oh, sweet. Nice. So uh we've been mm-hmm. using those the last couple of shows. Awesome. And let me tell you mm. let me tell you th- there's that. no there is no organ setting like on any Nord or whatever you have it sounds that like it. sounds yeah. as good as that. We 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 ready. played that first show and me and Tim, the bassist, just looked at each other. Cause we we're like at first we we're like, dude, this thing's like this thing is huge. Like <laughs> this is the last yeah. thing we need. It's, it's like twice the size of our sub, yep. and uh, maybe not that big. It's at least the same size of our sub, and uh, but boy, that's it's just amazing. And, and our drummer is just super picky about her cymbals, and and uh, and, and rightfully so, you know. Uh, she won't play anything less than the best, and and uh, you know I got Tim going down the, the the tone route and everything, but it's just so. There's little things just account for so much yeah. when it comes time to actually recording it and uh just getting a sound that's yours and uh that's one thing i've always of myself on knowing that i have a custom amp and custom pickups there's nobody out there that has that tone like it's my tone it's it's as yep. that may sound right now it's mine like i yeah man i have that and uh it's it's personal you know yeah yeah
0: what's well, supposed to be that's the whole yeah. point of, of the art form you know yeah. so it's great that you guys go that route i mean I think it's awesome. I think we all love the tunes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We're definitely
0: going to be doing shit in 2020. Yeah, looking forward. Yeah, House shows, for sure. events. So if you're listening to this, like the tunes, you want to book these guys. You'll be
2: playing Molly Pitcher for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah cool, you cool. can catch them. We're trying to—Steve Shaw and the Kingfishing and Friends and Chubbadi Empire. We're trying to create the old time feeling you know yeah. the old time vibe with the that's not head up too much everything yeah. the uh, chubbadi empire
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a new era heartworn highways yeah. man
0: <laughs> the x-rated yeah. king Chubadiah yeah, right. <laughs> but uh yeah folks what are we, what
2: are we going out on here we gotta i think we're gonna, gonna we, we, right we always
0: here? go out on a song um so we'll let you choose what's a song that we're gonna go out on today you wanna let's, set it uh, off with a. You wanna end on a high note. You well, wanna end it on a local favorite, another band that you listen to that you like. Anybody that we should be keeping our eyes on? Uh,
1: I mean, you knew everybody I know. How about uh, play some old flat wheels.
0: Some flat wheels. <laughs> yeah,
1: peace of mind. Pipes, I like peace, of, peace mind. of mind, man. We talk about peace of mind. We really. could do a
0: peace of mind. Yeah, let's. We'll end on that. We did this recording. Shit, five years ago. (laughs) um, Wait, I have that CD. Yeah, "Peace of Mind" is a song I recorded five years ago when I was just still in college, and it was the first thing I ever recorded Hmm. um, of my own. And it was uh, it was recorded at uh, uh, Zach Albrecht recorded it at his studio. I forget what they call oh, it.
2: Oh, i heard, um, Josh Widener's place. Yeah, what do they yeah, call it, Josh? <laughs> studio. <coughs> That's, um, Craighead, Craig, Craighead Head studio.
0: Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craighead Studios. Josh
2: is an old school friend of mine, man. Josh yep. and I kind of grew up together.
0: Yeah, they helped uh, me, uh, helped me get some songs that I had I written. I love Josh
2: to death, and I love Put his studio. Down. Um, you know, I think a lot of people feel that there should be a rivalry between or you know like competition in this area between studios and it's it's exactly the opposite yeah like uh josh is is my brother you know and i i was just actually talking with spencer file today who has stable studio down in chambersburg area um and we're getting together we're going to collaborate and do some stuff as well and it's it's great that the the community outreach and like the the it feels like a brotherhood. Yeah. You know, really Teamwork does. Teamwork makes a um, dream work, man. Yeah, Josh so was, Josh uh, would do anything for me and I'd do anything for Josh and the same goes for anybody that's uh you know, involved in this situation. You know? Yeah. We're all here it's to do, do this thing. So. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah, on the it, same album we got a Chub song. We recorded a a Chubadiah song.
2: Yeah, uh, Southern, Southern Winds. winds. Oh, Chubb yeah. came
0: in their studio and sang that one with me, let me record it, which I appreciate by the way. Hey, man. So I'll, 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 say, I'll be honest with everybody I recorded this like five years ago Not uh, You know I don't look at it as like my greatest achievement But at the same time It's my first ever you know EP yep. That I put out there um, Of my own stuff and friends stuff And there's one cover And uh Yeah Kingfish and Friends that's what it's called <laughs> yeah, the Very first go. start to yeah. uh the whole shebang, now so we're here. Yeah. yeah,
2: this is peace of mind. It's funny you brought up Zach because I just saw him yesterday. Yeah, or not Zach, but I saw his brother who I've known since I was like 14 or 15. Yeah,
0: maybe. that's wild. That's Bobby's pick. Yeah, Zach Bobby's pick. So,
2: all right, well, let's check it out. Uh, make sure you, uh, is there like, like follow, us Facebook, follow us on Facebook,
0: Kingfish and Friends, Shaw Rand Studios, Chubba Dye. he's online yeah. now. Look for
1: the jacks. Uh, check uh, out everywhere the jacks. You can find the J- common spelling. No uh, x. J- no x. Yeah, everybody asks if it's J X. Nah.
0: Is it J A X X X? Yeah, three <No. 3X. laughs>
3: like x. The jacks of diamonds. Right? Yeah, the jacks. Yeah, check comment the jacks out
0: on Facebook, Instagram. They got a website. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes. All that Virginia Sky, the album. It's out now. 2020 is going to be a big year for everybody. So yeah, man, looking really? forward
1: to it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. For, being Thanks for, for being here. Thanks for being here, man. Cheers, Appreciate
0: you, man. man. All right. All right. Peace.